I think we need to have a relationship from the community to the board okay. and from the board to the administration. And I think if we can get those problems solved, there are a lot of things that we have in place from uh, in place now, mm-hmm. maybe we can add to some, some of those things to make it better. Because I think parents that have students in BISD should have a direct relationship with the district. Right. Not just teachers, but the district as a whole. And I think if, if parents have questions, those co- questions need to be answered. And they really don't need to be on hold for a week waiting for an answer. Howdy, you're listening to the Think Brasses podcast. We host conversations with locals, politicians, and policy experts to help families thrive in Brasses County, Texas. So when you're thinking about how to make your community better, just remember, think local, think Brasses. Think Brazos podcast, and we're joined by Prentice Madison, who is running for Bryan ISD um, here in 2023. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Oh, no, thank you guys for, for having me. Uh, really enjoyed the last time I was oh, here. Oh, good, so, good. Uh, be interesting to see what we That's talk right. about this go around. And that brings up a good point. You know, um, I was thinking about it before you came in that you've been in politics for a while now. When did you start? Well, uh, I've been a part of a lot of organizations okay. since uh, my early 20s, but uh, I got elected to the Bryan City Council back in 2016. Okay. So Got it. Okay. So, yeah. Not, been off, not, not yeah, decades. Not, right. Yeah. So I've been off the council about a year now. That's right. Yeah. And you did two terms, so total of six years or four years? Six years. Six two years. terms, three years. Okay. Term. Yeah. And then um, you threw your hat in the ring for county commissioner got real close there yeah it was a really close race uh, uh didn't get the outcome that yeah. we wanted but uh it's just something that um it was a learning experience and uh i enjoyed the learning experience okay perfect so now you're running for the isd school board um why why <laughs> well it's a good question uh as a when i was a member of the city council i got i have a lot of phone calls okay. from the community and i guess when you're on city council you get calls for for a lot of things and, and a lot of those phone calls came from people within the neighborhood people around the community within the district they had questions on you know who do they need to talk to they mm-hmm. having a problem here a problem there and it just kept festering you know okay. on and on and so even, you know, a couple months ago, I, I received phone calls and I tried to get him in contact with the right individual to uh, to help lead a uh, so question. Even though you weren't elected, you, you were just helping out then? I was just helping out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So school board, I think I have a basic understanding of uh, how it works. Um, but like, what are some of the main responsibilities as far as you understand them for the school board? Well, one of the things, uh, uh, anytime you look at an elected position, mm-hmm. I think you look at that, that you are there to help God help give direction. Right. I think staff and administration are there to kind of, you know, provide you with the rules mm-hmm. and regulations of certain things that, that, that they can do and can't right. do. But as a school board member, I think you really give direction to the uh, superintendent right. and she relays it to her, her, her people. Okay. And, and they kind of go from there. It's kind of like being a board of directors. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Very similar. Yeah. Um, as far as you mentioned the superintendent, um, I assume from your time on council, you, y'all had quite a bit of interaction together or do you know her well? I, I, uh, 
I, I don't know Ginger well. Okay. Um, I, I knew, uh, I didn't know Christy well, mm -hmm. but uh, I know that uh, Miss Ginger came in with, mm. with Dr. Whitbeck and, and the school board elected her as superintendent, and right. I think she she's done a great job so far. Okay. Right Okay. So as far as your ideas for the school board, it, it sounds like one of the roles is to provide guidance and policy and that kind of thing. Do you have any specifics that you're hoping to help um, not push through, but uh, formulate yeah, in, I, I, if you're I actually, elected? I actually do. I, I think we need to have a relationship from the community to the board. Okay. And from the board to the administration. And I think if we can get those problems solved, there are a lot of things that we have in place from uh, in place now, mm -hmm. maybe we can add to some some of those things to make it better. Because I think parents that have students in BISD should have a direct relationship with the district. Right. Not just teachers, but the district as a whole. And I think if, if parents have questions, those questions need to be answered. And they really don't need to be on hold for a week waiting okay. for an answer. So... Uh, I think it's, it's imperative that we, we have someone that represents the district that's going to represent all people across the board and not just okay. a particular group of people. Okay. So are you implicitly saying that right now you feel like that could be improved on? Oh, absolutely. I, we know that can be improved on and, and, and it needs to be improved on. Mm -hmm. And I think the, the citizens will also agree that that needs to really be yeah. improved on. Well, since you were um, both on the city council for a while and then uh, now you're running for this i am really curious about something that happened last year and i've asked all of the candidates this mm -hmm. i'm not just asking you <laughs> this bus barn thing uh -huh. so i think it was fall of 2022 uh -huh. it kind of seemed to blow up a little bit and there was some disagreement and i still don't feel like i've wrapped my head or totally around what that was about and um, what was the resolution of it? Are you able well, to go into that? Oh, oh absolutely. Uh, one of the one of the things that when you look at 2018 and Leonard Road, those are like last two hard corners that we really have on 2018 to, uh, you know, grow, grow the city of Bryan, grow our economic base. One of the important things is as being a council member, you have to grow your economic base because if your city is not growing, Ultimately, your city is dying. So you have to put your city in a position to grow. And as the city grows, the, the, the school district grows. Mm -hmm. And so some of those things is uh, one of the things that take, takes care of the city and takes care of the school school district is tax tax right. dollars. And so we could bring in HEB, a neighborhood, or anything for that corner. It's much better than us going in and putting, you know, uh, the bus the bus born there. Uh -huh. But the problem is, is that in, as, a, as a lifelong resident of Bryan, I knew that we needed a new bus born. Mm -hmm. Was that the greatest location for it? I, I don't believe it was, but I think it, ultimately the city the city was at a crossroad and the school district's at a crossroad. Yeah. So I think it was something that, that we needed to go ahead and get done. But again, I think that's, that's part of uh, the school district and the city needing to have a relationship with each yeah. other to understand what are we trying to do in the city of Bryan and what is the school district is trying to do? Yeah. And, and one of those things is we are, we both should be on the same page that we yeah. know that tax dollars are very important okay. to the citizens of Bryan and to the, and to the school district. So sure. the, the, the biggest problem was is not that we did that the this school that the city did not want the mm. bus farm. It's just it didn't like its location because location. that was a prime location. And again, I think Brian, the city probably should have bought that corner uh -huh. and held on to it for a good recruiting me mechanism to bring in big oh, businesses. Yeah. 
you know? Okay. Okay. So then, um, as far as the result, do you feel like coming out of that? Um, I know you got off the council really quickly after that. Uh, do you feel like there was any progress made as far as the relationship between BISD and the city? Uh, to me, looking from the outside, it did seem like it was a learning moment a little bit where there was some. Yeah. Uh, well, well, I've, I've even with me being off the council for about a year now, I've I'm talking with a couple of council members. And I've, I've spoken to a couple of the uh, school board members, and mm -hmm. uh, apparently the relationship is is still a little rocky. But yeah. that's something that we can build on, okay. and I and, and I think it's imperative that we build on that relationship because it's important that the city and the school district are heading in the right direction together. Because yeah. you can't go in two different directions, and, and it doesn't solve the problem. Right, right. So, you know. Uh, this podcast is uh, sponsored by Habitat for Humanity, so of course we're going to want to talk a little bit about housing. Uh, but before we do, I did want to back up and ask you about your background a little bit more. Are, did you actually go to BISD and did your children? Uh, oh, absolutely. I, I graduated from Bryan High School. My wife graduated from Bryan oh, wow. High School. Uh, three of my kids graduated from Rutter High School. Wow. And um my my youngest he graduated mm -hmm. from uh, uh, MC Harris, MC so Harris. so uh, it was they they all four and all six, all all of us are BISD graduates as well as my siblings and my mom and dad they are awesome. all BISD graduates. Wow, so like <laughs> legacy that's pretty yeah. cool. Um, you know you mentioned earlier that Brian and all of BCS probably is growing pretty rapidly. Yes. Um, as are probably the school districts as well. Um, there seems to be kind of a relationship between making sure there's enough housing here to be able to do things like recruit the best teachers to do those kind of things. And, uh, and then there's the property tax issue. So I think what <laughs> I'm getting at is that there seems to be kind of a connection here and how does affordable housing or housing in general play into your thoughts when you're thinking about the things you would do as a council member? That's a horrible question as far as how I stretched it out. Well, it's but, a little rough, but, yeah, but, yeah. but I think when you think about it, one of the things that I ran on uh, when I first went for Bryan City Council is uh, bringing affordable housing into into Bryan. Right. And one of the things that we we have a, a thing that we, I think a lot of people would not can relate mm -hmm. to is, I mean, I think any two, two uh, any couple should be able to buy a home. And should be able to live comfortable in that yeah. home and not and not be so stretched out to the mortgage that how am I going to figure out what I'm going to eat? How am I going to pay my car note? How am I going to pay my insurance? And so on. And so one of the things that we um, I was fortunate I was elected to the National League of Cities Committee. And, and, and this was a problem that we were seeing worldwide. And so it, it went away from affordable housing to work workforce housing. Right. And, and, and the thing about it is, is, again, the city is a mechanism that we, we have to use to recruit businesses to come in yeah, to sure. give us those paying wages that we need to be able to mm -hmm. to, to be able to afford to buy a house. Yeah. And right now, when, when we look at it in the last five years, the housing prices yeah. have, have really shot up tremendously. Yeah. I mean, and, and therefore taxes have, have went up, not right. not tax rates, but right. the value of houses are going up so yeah. so so severely. Right. That taxes are, are, are pretty much. Uh, what do you think about? 
I don't know if you've given it a lot of thought, but there is in the workforce housing sector, there's a lot of things going on in, in other cities and other states where there is a relationship between affordable housing builders and the school district in the school district directly being a part of supplying workforce housing in high cost areas. Um, is that something you've thought about at all as far as the role of our school district, Ryan ISD, and would that ever be something you would even uh, consider? Uh, actually, I, I haven't looked into it, but I, be think, I think there's something that I would like to look into, especially with, with uh, CT programs right. and the different programs that we have going on through uh, the school district, also our partnership with Blaine College, and, and getting these kids the experience that they need uh, for, these, for these jobs. I, I think it'll be a brilliant idea to to really look into it and see what yeah. how can we help. I think it's Austin. Bridge that gap. Austin is one that's had to do it, and uh, yeah, I'll send you an article about it. Now. That'd be uh, awesome. But uh, yeah. so now to the um, little bit more uncomfortable question that I've asked the other candidates as well <laughs> is, um, you know, I was on um, I think Texas Tribune does a um, publishes every year mm -hmm. the rankings of school districts and that kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, I've noticed that Brian ISD is not the best, but it's also not the worst. What do you think? Could it be improved? And if so, you got any ideas for? Absolutely, I think it could be improved. Otherwise, I wouldn't be running. Right. One of the things that we have to do if we have a problem, we have to admit that we have a problem. We have to be transparent about that. We have a problem, and how do we go about fixing it? And I think it's not just up to the board to fix it, but I think it's a community right. deal. And I think all, all partners need to be brought in together and say, "Hey, this is the problem that we have, mm -hmm. and this is uh, we're looking at ways to fix it. We have right. some ideas, but we, it, it wouldn't hurt to get other ideas. Right. So that's part of being transparent and letting the citizens know that, hey." This is a problem. This is what we rated at. This is where we want to be. And, right. and these are the steps that we're going to take to get there. You know? And I think those are the things. That's how we should approach. Right. That's how we should approach it. So, um, you know, there's a little bit of friendly competition between the cities sometimes. And <laughs> uh, I've wondered, is there a similar kind of thing between CSISD and BISD? Um, I don't know the answer to that. That's why I'm asking you. But well, you know, you, you know, that's a good question. Uh, before I became a member of the city council, uh, Brian's planning and zoning board, uh, not yeah, the planning and zoning committee commission used to meet with college stations, P and Z, and we would relate with things that were going on in each city. Now, as as a council member, we we deviate from that. The Brian College State, the Brian College Station councils, we mm. didn't meet. As as far as I know. That doesn't happen also in the school districts, but I think that's a relationship. If we, I think again, we still have to look at two cities, one community. Right. And I think uh, what's good for Brian is good for College Station. What's good for College Station yeah. is good for Brian. And I think we need to have people in positions that really understand that. Hey, it's two cities, but one community, right. and we need to work together okay. to make each other, each community, a better community. Got it. Okay. Well, do you have anything else that you wanted the voters to know uh, before we sign off or anything else you want to talk about? Oh, yeah, I, I, I like talking about it. I'm Prince Madison, lifelong resident of the city of Bryan. Uh, uh, my family has been in the area for years and, and we've worked hard to be community servants. And uh, we don't, I'm not looking at this as anything as 
other than as being a servant to the community uh, of District 2. And, and one of the things that we'll like to see as, as a citizen is, is more transparency. Uh, what can we fix things that need to be fixed? Uh, one of my biggest concerns was a couple years ago, Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know if you remember, the BISD had a big school district board meeting. Uh, one of our local uh, Texas a football players went on to have a successful career mm -hmm. in the NFL, went on to coach college in the NFL. And he came back and he wanted to interview for the job for the, uh, the Brian Vikings. Wow. The community came out. They had a, a big showing at the mm -hmm. school district meeting. And the thing that really disappointed me at the end of that after it all went, after it all was said and done, we didn't even give him an interview. Mm. And you know, to me, that's not putting, you know, listening to the community. The community right. spoke, and I, and we had several members reach out to school board members, and and we thought that this was an opportunity for the school board to hear the community and say, hey, we're listening, we're here, we're listening, and not to see that this guy didn't even get an interview. Right. That kind of really upset a lot of people within the community to, okay. to say. Interesting. No, I hadn't heard about that at yeah. all. Yeah. That's and so a... another thing is we, we need to we need to do a better job of supporting our, our teachers and, and our students. Yes. Yeah, let's let's look at the transparency. Uh, let's tighten up the budget. Let's trim the fat what needs to be fat so we can give our the teachers the raises that they need and the students, you know, the material yeah. that they need to get the jobs done uh, as a schoolwork. So. There's a lot that, that needs to be done, but then again, there's a lot to go in and learn. I'm I'm willing to go in and, and learn, you know, because right. I have a lot of ideas, but I don't know if my ideas can even be brought to the table sure. until sure. I learn the ins and outs of how yeah. these things work. Awesome. Well, uh, Prentice, it's been uh, good to talk to you again. Uh, this has <laughs> been Prentice Madison uh, running for BISD School Board. Uh, appreciate it. No, I appreciate you. Thanks for having the Think Brass's podcast is brought to you by Bryan College Station Habitat for Humanity. Our mission is a community where everyone can afford a home they're proud of. Habitat is a 501c3 charitable organization, so we do not make political endorsements. If you'd like to support our work in the community, you can make a tax-deductible donation online at habitatbcs.org. The Think Brass's podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts and on our website at thinkbrasses.org. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel if you'd prefer to watch videos of our conversations. Thanks for listening, and just remember, think local, think Brazos.